This is Look West, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats. The California State Legislature first convened in 1849, and since the formation of its government, it proved to have a history of oppression toward Native American people. During his first address to the legislature, the first governor promised, quote, A war of extermination will continue to be waged between the races until the Indian race becomes extinct, end quote. And in just 20 years, 80% of California's Native Americans were killed. As California prospered as a state, hundreds of elected officials brought to the forefront the issues and priorities that represent themselves and their constituents. The indigenous people of California have never had any elected officials in the legislature until now. Just last year, on December 18th, the first California Native American was elected into the California state legislature. Look West had the opportunity to spend time with Assemblymember James Ramos to talk about the issues and the importance of his culture in a California that is more diverse than ever before. I'm Christina Cano with Look West. As a member of the Serrano Coahuila tribe, Assemblymember Ramos is the first California Native American to be elected into the California State Assembly. So I asked him, what does this mean to you and your community? It really, it means a lot to me. It's really an honor more than anything to represent the California Indian people. Um, growing up on the Seminole Indian Reservation, I've seen um, treatment towards um, California Indian people, and in particular my my own tribe, mm-hmm. um, and the struggles of overcoming um, social um, obstacles in in one's life. And I've seen some not be successful at overcoming those obstacles. So, for me, and as the um, first California Indian of Serrano and Cahuilla um, blood. To be in this position, it's a great honor, but it's an honor that I carry for the elders of the state of California. The institution of government has oppressed Native Americans, but as we move forward, we must also ask why it took so long to get here. Assemblymember Ramos reflects on the many obstacles that Native Americans have faced. I think there's there's many facets of, of why it took so long, and hopefully this won't be the last, that there'll be others running but I think you go back to history, the history when the first Russian exploration came through and started to decimate the Indian population, then the Spanish rule and, and the Mexican rule, and then the um, United States and, and the state of California. And each one of those periods decimated um, Indian people along the way. Towns flourish, um, pueblos in L.A., the um, San Francisco, Oakland area, Monterey. And it pushed Indian people out. So that history has never really been um, told in in the areas um, in true in the true form. So there's always been um, a healing process that it never took place and continues um, needing to take place within the California Indian culture. Mm-hmm. So being able to have those role models, being able to have those mentors, being able to have those things overcome in one's life are things that are still facing here today in the 20 in 2019 the most of the indian population in the state of california if not the nation mm-hmm. 
Recently, Governor Gavin Newsom issued an apology through executive order on behalf of California to California Native American people in a meeting with tribal leaders from all over the state. I'm sorry on behalf of the state of California. I'm sorry that we've had generations, your kids and grandkids, your ancestors that have to suffer through the indignities, the lack of capacity and empathy and understanding, their lives lost, their lives diminished, and the incapacity for the rest of us to fully grasp the magnitude of what we in this state did to your ancestors. During our conversation with Assemblymember Ramos, he expressed that his work and legislation not only reflects the current state of Native Americans, but also with a deep commitment to the preservation of Native American culture. I think the first step is going back to look at the histories and atrocities in the state of California for Californias as well as um, Indian people. Indian people to see what truly happened to everyone in the state of California and how we got from that period of time to where we are now with the Indian population, um, with those on federally recognized Indian reservations and those California Indian uh, tribes that are California Indian tribes but still have ancestral remains in the grounds here in the state of California that when inadvertent discovery happens of unearthing those remains, mm -hmm. that we get those remains reburied as quickly as possible. So there's a whole layer of education that needs to happen. Going back to the first part of history to where we are today might seem like something simple to do to uh, non-native people. Mm -hmm. But to the California Indian people, there's layers of atrocities, of oppression, of all these things that have happened that now we have an opportunity to raise the advocacy for. When we talk about um, education attainment, when we talk about diversion programs, when we talk about suicide, when we talk about all those issues, those are issues that are higher in the California Indian population than any other ethnic group in the state of California. So part of our job is to make sure that when those discussions happen, that we bring those issues and those facts and those statistics to light so that we could actually shed a light on, on what's happening in those areas also. In addition to his elected service, Ramos is a proven civic leader and continues to serve as a bridge between Native American culture and us. We joined Assemblymember Ramos at the California Indian Culture Awareness Conference at Cal State San Bernardino, where more than 1,500 school children learned firsthand about California's native culture, history, and customs. So I am a teacher, and I've been a teacher for 40 years. That's a long time. And I have found something as a teacher that teaches culture that when I bring new things and I show the children new things. If I pick up a deer toe rattle, guess what the children will do? They'll go like this. <laughs> and they'll laugh at my things. And the reason why they laugh at my things is not because the thing is funny. It's not funny. The reason why they're laughing is because they feel uncomfortable. And I want everyone to say the word uncomfortable. So when we're uncomfortable, sometimes we point at somebody and we say, Things that they feel good? No. no. So I'm going to teach you something that you can do throughout the day because you're going to see things that 
you've never seen before. You're going to hear language that you've never heard before. You're going to talk to elders that are going to be speaking. And sometimes they talk kind of low and you can't hear them. But instead of laughing at someone, you're going to take this finger, the finger that's pointed and prejudged and made fun and put it where it belongs, right here on your chin. Come on. And then when you see something that's a little bit like makes you feel uncomfortable, you're going to say, hmm, that's different. Try it. And that deserves respect. Say it. There deserves respect. And put your thumb up and say, and that deserves my understanding. The children and school teachers had the opportunity to experience Native American traditions, including basketry, music, language, and history, including the Native American accounts of the early statehood period of California. Teaching children the true history of California is part of the healing process. Jacqueline Kane, teacher at Barden Elementary, believes it is not only educational, but teaches children inclusion and acceptance. I think it's really important for the students to learn about different cultures and the diversity that we have in this world other than within their community um, just because they're seeing the same demographics within their same community and it's really important for them to learn about what else is outside and learning about the different cultures and how other people um, live differently. As California continues to lead the nation into a brighter future, we must also reflect on our dark past. We must continue to honor the Native American resilience and resistance that is ingrained in the fabric of our state. You know, being open to have these discussions um, with this podcast and as Luke West continues to move forward to document the sensitive um, areas in the state of California, especially with the California people, just as others look west for answers, we're looking to look west to open up that dialogue to make sure the healing process continues to move forward in 2019 for all Californian people. The Look West Podcast is produced by the California Assembly Democrats. Please subscribe and rate this show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And when you think of California and politics, remember to look west.